am Domenico and you are listening to the third season of the co-production podcast brought to you by Cineuropa and Eurimage. In today's episode, we are discussing the co-production of Chicken for Linda, uh, co-directed by Sebastian Lodenbach and Chiara Malta. And to speak about this collaboration between France and Italy, we have the pleasure to welcome the two co-producers of the film today with us. Welcome, guys. May I ask you to introduce yourself and your production company, starting with you, Mark. You are representing Dolce Vita Films in France, actually an Italian name for a company. Yes. Hello, I'm Mark Irmer. I'm the French producer with Dolce Vita Films, which is the my my company and uh, we also have another french co-producer with us which is uh, mio productions which is the animation studio and uh, can you tell us what you have uh, produced in the past so that uh, people can may recognize you or something you did before yeah so this was my not my very first time in animation but almost before that i produced a film called red jungle from juan lozano Uh, which uh, premiered in 2021. Before that, I produced a, a Tunisian film called A Sun from Mehdi Barsawi, uh, which premiered in Venice in 2019, and many other films before that. Okay, thank you. Also with us today, we have Flaminio. Flaminio, tell us about you and your Italian company uh, co-producing the film. Yes, I'm Flaminio Zavra. Uh, I'm based in Rome. Actually, I have two companies there. Uh, one is Palo Santo Film. That is the company I'm using uh, uh, for co-producing Lindel Pollo. And then I'm uh, working uh, as well with Dorje Film. And depending on the circumstances, I use one of the other company. And uh, But basically, I'm, I'm doing uh, art house movies with, with both companies. So maybe, Mark, you can introduce us, sorry, about uh, the story of the film, uh, Chicken for Linda, uh, Linda Veux du Poulet in French. It's a family art house uh, film, so it's really a film for children and adults. In a nutshell, it tells the story of Paulette, who has uh, unfairly punished her daughter, Linda, and her eight-year-old daughter. To make up for it, she promises to cook her chicken with peppers, which uh, is the signature uh, dish that uh, Linda's father used to cook. But uh, Paulette cannot cook at all. And on top of this, this is the day of a general strike in France. And it gets very complicated to find this chicken. So it was going to be running after a chicken to make up to Linda. So the premise of the film seems very light and um, and uh, very like a very innocent topic. But um, uh, I, I've watched the film and it happens that the, the, the father of um, uh, Linda is actually not there anymore. So it has this kind of uh, Proust effect, uh, the, the chicken uh, on her. Yes, absolutely. Uh, on uh, on the second level or more grown up level, it is indeed a story. It's a mother and daughter relationship where there is some grief that has never happened that is involved. Uh, losing a parent when you are two years old is not as traumatic as it seems because you don't have memories of those moments spent together. And as you said, the chicken is the revelator of that memory that uh, Linda will be looking for. But to widen the scope, it's also about solidarity, about friendship uh, within, uh, within a small um, suburban city. 
And the film is also very singular with the, the animation technique that uh, it is using in this end uh, drone animation and also the use of colors. Um, was it um, that aspect, like the animation, the technical aspect that first drawn you in the project or were you more interested in the topic at first or did both came at the same time? In reality, it came together. It did not come together because I developed this project first as a live-action film together with Chiara Malta, uh, who's the main script writer, and uh, Sebastian Lundberg did participate into the script. But the idea was to shoot a live-action film. That was a long time ago. Uh, my I wanted to make a, a children's film. There was this desire to participate in a children's film um, until I quickly realized that it was going to be very complicated to put this particular story into a live action film with animal children and all kinds of stunts. Um, and it so happened that Sebastian Ludenbach is an animation designer and an animation director. And after completing his first feature film, uh, The Young Girl Without Hands in 2016, it struck us as an evidence that we should do Chicken for Linda, Linda veut du poulet, in animation. And so the three of us ganged up, uh, Chiara, Sebastian, and me, um, and rebooted the project into animation, designed um, a pilot, uh, which was uh, um, created physically, I mean, in, at Miu production. And, uh, and we went to, to present it first uh, in ANSI at the MIFA pitch and then later at Cartoon Movie um, to start financing the film. And in that process, there was a resemblance in some of the design of the animation uh, because Sebastian is reproducing part of his technique, which is open drawings, uh, open lines. But uh, the film, the idea was to make a much more colorful film than his previous film. And uh, the whole directing and uh, mise-en-scene of the film is very different from his film because it's Chiara Malta who has been involved very strongly in this. Uh, at what time did you get involved in the project? Uh, was it uh, during uh, the presentation in, uh, in ANSI or at MIFA or in Cartoon? Or were you contacted more on a private basis prior to those events? Yes, I was contacted literally on a private basis because Chiara, she... Uh, she's a friend since uh, actually a long time, I would say even since the high school. And so she told me about this project she had. I already knew her previous work. And so I, I, I read the script and I really liked it. But I told her, listen, Kara, I know nothing about animation. So, I mean, like, if I can help you, I, I will be glad to do so. But... Uh, uh, you need to guide me because I'm uh, a bit an experience in that field. And then I get in touch with Mark and I will be always very grateful to Chiara um, for this because, uh, first of all, because she gifted uh, me with this beautiful project. But then with Mark, I might say that now we established like uh, a wider collaboration. We are, we are co-producing another movie right now of the director that Mark mentioned before, uh, with whom Mark uh, produced uh, the first feature. And so that was still in, uh, in basically, 
early financing phase of the project when was already established that this movie would have been like an animation movie and not a, a fictional or live action movie like Mark mentioned before. And uh, also because, I mean, it, it takes a little bit of time uh, to, to finance uh, this project, especially in Italy because of our, our financing system. And uh, and then I just follow up all the production process. Like I, I learn uh, a lot of things. I learn that uh, it takes a long time, first of all, to to have an animation project to be done. And um, I learn. It, it was interesting what Mark was saying before that this movie was intended to be a, a live action movie initially, because actually. Also, the way it has been produced this movie, it starts in a certain way from live action. Like what Kara explained to me, basically she had a, a set, like a film set, like, like a normal film set with all the crew, but the camera department, but the DOP. And after she recorded the scene with all the cast and actor on the base of the, the sound, around that she and Sebastian, they, they build all the animated part, all the animation part. And this is why the feeling of the movie is really very much similar to a live action movie, I have to say, in a certain way. Yes, the three of us, to, to complement on that, the three of us, uh, Flaminio, Chiara and me, have, having no, are not animation specialists, and so we did everything the way we would have done it in live action, even if it's not the standard in, uh, in animation. Um, and I think the result is actually quite good. Now, of course, this is a project that is uh, particular. It's not the evident adventure script. Uh, the graphic design is far from many um, European or international animation films, uh, which are mostly 3D uh, CGI these days. And so the financing was... There was immediate reaction from distributors, from sales agents, but from from uh, institutional funding and uh, and television, particularly in France, it was not so easy. And so it it felt very I felt very fast that I would need some hand in case uh, some of our A plans would not succeed. And unfortunately, it was the case because we did not get the select selective funding from the French. Uh, CNC, and we did not get uh, the pay TV window we expected. Um, so setting up the co-production with Italy in terms of finance was obviously something good, but it was also something good in terms of um, uh, in terms of uh, technical input because both me, you, and Chiara and Flaminio knew already someone in Italy, a studio who could do who could do the technical bits that. Uh, was required from the Italian from the Italian side, and so several Italian animators uh, worked on the film, and uh, and we also, thanks to this co-production, uh, created an Italian version, an Italian dubbed version of the film, which premiered in uh, in Locarno first uh, opening Piazza Grande last summer, and uh, now in you said yesterday in Torino, Flaminio. Actually, the, the, the audience was uh, really enthusiastic, I have to say. The press was great. And the Italian distributor was very happy. I wonder who will release the movie this springtime. 
the film was blessed in terms of uh, uh, launching platforms. I mean, I missed the film in Cannes because it was part of Acid and my program was so full I couldn't I couldn't watch any of the Acid films. Uh, like it's sadly the case uh, usually w- when you have a full program in Cannes. But then uh, it won in ANSI where the film was partially uh, developed in the market. Uh, it won the, the main award there. So it, it's a lot of visibility in really important festivals. And you mentioned Locarno just now uh, for a film that scope. So, so usually it's a sign of quality. We were um, obviously very happy to be in Cannes, even as you said, it's, uh, it was not covered by everyone, but as the uh, variety uh, wrote a few weeks uh, later, once they had caught up, uh, saying uh, retrospectively it was probably the best film of Cannes. Okay, so that's very nice uh, quote. Uh, when we arrived in NC, we were, you know, we had this, and uh, the reaction in uh, in Cannes itself was already great. Of course, the venues are small; they were all packed. Uh, I remember, I remember <laughs> negotiating strongly to get the, the president of Orimage a good seat in the house, and I think she enjoyed it very much. NC was obviously. Uh, a blessed moment because uh, the film was uh, expected, I believe, but uh, the reactions were tremendous. Uh, the the five-minute standing ovation that happened at the end of the, uh, the of the official screening is apparently something that is quite seldom in Nancy. We're used to standing ovations in Cannes and in Venice. Apparently, the the Nancy uh, audience is less prone to. Uh, stand up uh, <laughs> immediately so it was very very touching and then yes uh, although they have seen some of the great other animation films that were in that competition we were blessed with the with the grand prize yes with the cristal so maybe you can tell us uh, what budget does it represent a film like that that doesn't use like the latest animation technique the budget is roughly of uh, 2.6 million so it is it is actually a rather low budget uh but as you see in the film the the coloring of the the characters is uh smeared in the sense that it often goes be outside of the lines uh it and that's done voluntarily each character is attributed one single color so linda is yellow Paulette is orange and so on which allows to when the when the frame is wide, to actually just put a dot or a blur in <clears throat> representing the character with very few uh, contouring lines, and in the close-up, of course, the details are there, and this allowed also for much flu- more fluid animation techniques. So there are less lines drawn in general, but there are more frames per minute than in most animation films. So you have a very fluid movement, uh, which is also what was needed for something that we wanted to be a slapstick comedy. 2.6 million uh, is the budget. Uh, we spent, as Flaminia said before, probably m- much more on the recording of the of the actors because it was almost four weeks of uh, recording without, a, I mean, a film without a camera in, in real sets. And uh, what was the contribution of Arimage in this global budget? Yes, Arimage was uh, uh, almost our last financiers. I mean, it's normal in the process. So once uh, the the Italian ministry um, 
had approved the project through its co-production minority scheme. It was great because we knew we could engage into uh, presenting the project to our image. We had uh, interest, we had distributional interest in both countries. Uh, we had most of the financing secured in France. The automatic uh, tax credit in Italy being, you know, based on spent was also going to become um, a part of the financing. And uh, so we applied for image, very certain that with uh, uh, agenda parity team, uh, children's film and uh, a beautiful co-production, we would get the full support. Unfortunately, um, Apparently, we were pretty much the last uh, funded project of that row. I know there is also, there's always a certain competition and it's selective and that's the, the rule of the game. So we only, we only received 115,000 euros instead of the 300,000 we applied for. Um, but at the same time, they became a grant. So that, that had its advantage as well. Uh, because we also worked with uh, equity, French equity uh, funds. Um, who demand a lot of corridors and it would have made the situation with a fuller image a bit more complicated, possible, but a bit more complicated. So you said before that you two are collaborating on a new project. Can, can we know a little bit about it? Sure. It's, uh, so it's Madi Barsawi. Uh, he's an Italian-Tunisian director. Uh, his first film was called The Sun. It premiered in Horizonte in 2019. Uh, was released through Jour de Fête uh, in France, um, and it was released in Italy as well, but a bit further down the road in 21 because of the COVID. And his new film is called Aisha, and it's a Franco-Italian-Tunisian co-production, and it tells the story of a young woman who works as a maid in a luxury hotel in the south of Tunisia, and one day the minibus that takes the staff to the hotel falls into a ditch, and uh, she's the only survivor of that accident, but nobody knows it. And it becomes an opportunity for her to reinvent her life, and she will move to Tunis, uh, trying to to seek a different, a different life than the one that was promised to her. And I'm not spoiling more. It's also a film this, who, which involves Urimage, and this time for the full amount that we re requested, so you know, no grudge here. Um, and it's great because uh, we just finished the shooting this Saturday, two days ago. So we're, yeah, super happy. And it was a mixed crew of uh, Tunisian, of course, French and Italian with an amazing... Uh, uh, it, uh, you want to elaborate on this, Flaminio, the stunt crew, the, what they did? The stunt crew uh, destroyed uh, a bus, basically. <laughs> Let explode it. Was, uh, I don't want to spoil part of the movie as well. I should imply to tell something about the plot. But anyway, yeah, they, they, they were pretty much a complicated uh, scene. Uh, SFX, old school, like really like with real explosion and, uh, whatsoever. We'd also, we also had uh, the sound team set and um yeah the, i mean i was i was visiting them and i mean even though i spent just a few days on the set in tunisia i i, I felt immediately the, 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 the immediately the, the the family vibe basically that creates only on some special situations you know and uh but i i, I just wanted to reconnect uh with the fact that the uh, indeed we wrapped the movie on saturday 
And it was very nice because I received like the wrapping for confirmation from our Tunisian uh, producer uh, right during uh, the the end credits on the screen of of Linda while I was having the premiere here. So it was like, uh, I mean, a sort of continuity. Yeah, yeah, that's good because we are covering two topics in one. But again, this film is also supported by your image, so it's totally topical and, and part of this conversation as well. But indeed, there's a link uh, between the two projects. But you didn't uh, decide to continue uh, producing animation or do you have any pending animation project or you do you feel that... Um, you will get back uh, in animation at some point? Yes. Um, at the moment, I w there is no project in advanced development. I'm considering projects. I'm looking at some. And definitely there will be a new film by Chiara Malta and Sebastian Ludenbach at some point in the coming time. First, uh, they both have individual projects that they are working on, which are entering into production um, in the coming months. Uh, anim a pure animation film for Sebastian and a live-action film for, for Chiara Malta. And after that, the idea is to, to reunite with Linda or with her friends or with something completely new. This is... Uh, we're trying to, you know, to take a step back to think about what's best to do next, but we will definitely do another animation film in this way together again. And hopefully, of course, with the same family, so also with Flaminio. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> you answered my next question. <laughs> so thank you. It's already time to conclude this conversation. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, feel free to subscribe to the co-production podcast on Apple Music, Spotify, Google, Amazon Music, or whatever your favorite podcast platform may be. I want to thank Creative Europe for supporting Cineropa and, of course, Urimash for backing up this program for the third season in a row. And, of course, Mark and Faminio, thank you very much for accepting to be the guests of the co-production podcast today. It was a pleasure to have you and to discuss uh, this collaboration on Chicken for Linda, Linda Veux du Poulet. It's a great film to see with your children, no matter the age of your children. Like my daughter is 16 years old and she really enjoyed the film uh, very much. Uh, the film is uh, already released some places. It's still traveling and uh, national releases are coming hopefully near you. Thank you, dear co-producers, and keep collaborating for us to enjoy your films. Bye-bye.